0: Last month we talked about being present, which was great for me while I was away on vacation with lots of fun, engaging things to be involved in and present at. But now I'm home and I find myself wanting to shift away from being present. Now that I'm back to the quiet life and facing some challenges, being present is so much harder in the midst of trials or negative emotions. So For others going through the hard stuff, I want to connect it this month to taking responsibility. When we face the hard things, we need to shift our focus to the basics. We need to make sure we are looking out for our incredible bodies and our amazing spirits. So ask yourself, am I getting enough sleep? Am I praying? Am I reading my scriptures? Am I moving my body through exercise? Am I connecting with other people? Am I engaging in meaningful work? Am I eating for nutrition? Am I getting enough water? Am I getting out? Think about a time when you weren't getting enough sleep, or didn't have meaningful prayers, or weren't reading your scriptures, or weren't exercising, or weren't connecting with other people, or doing meaningful things with your time, or weren't getting out, or just eating junk. How are you feeling? I know when I get off with more than a few of these, I feel it. This past year, I've gotten better at some of these things like exercise. And before that, I probably would have told you that not exercising doesn't affect me. However, since being more regular with it, I notice when I haven't been doing it, I feel it. On my trip, I wasn't exercising and I felt it. I felt restless. I felt like I had less energy. I didn't feel productive or as proud of myself. It's the same with all of these things. Not doing them affects us more than we realize. Also, you may have different core things that you need to do every day. Those are the things to move your focus to on the harder days. Get the basics in. Greg McKeown, who wrote the excellent book Essentialism, and who is also a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, addresses this topic in his book. He says, quote, "The best asset we have for making a contribution to the world is ourselves. If we underinvest in ourselves, and by that, I mean our minds, our bodies, our spirits, we damage the very tool we need to make our highest contribution. One of the most common ways people damage this asset is through a lack of sleep. Sleep is what allows us to operate at our highest level of contribution so that we can achieve more in less time. By protecting their asset, they are able to go about their daily lives with a reserve of energy, creativity, and problem-solving ability to call upon when needed." Again, that was Greg McCown from the book Essentialism, which is a great read. So all that easier said than done, right? Well, get excited because I'm going to give you a key strategy for making these basics more doable. So first, we need to bring our options into balance. You'll need to clear out some of the clutter in your life, the extra things that make you have to choose between them and these basics. How many of you have heard the quote, quote, if you don't have time to pray and read the scriptures, you're busier than God ever intended you to be, end quote. I found that quote attributed to Matthew Kelly, who's an author, speaker, and many things. I'll include his link in the bio for any who want to check into him more. I think there's a lot of truth to that. If we don't have time to pray and read the scriptures, we are busier than God ever intended us to be. I feel like over the past five plus years, our church leaders have been encouraging this back to the basics life, where we, as a recent bishop I had said, Make what many of us refer to as the primary answers of primary importance, rather than secondary to some other lower pursuit. And that was Bishop Adam McDonald. So now imagine with me, think of a favorite go-to pastime of yours. Now, compare it against a dreaded must-do chore. <laughs> so some examples, read a book or clean the floors sit and eat a cookie, or fold the laundry. (laughs) If those are your options, you're putting an easy against a hard. So choosing the hard option is going to be really, really hard. It's like the late night choice of watch another episode or go get ready for bed, which we're more likely to choose given that easy, hard choice. So how do we bring our options into balance? We have to prep for success. If we get ready for bed before we sit down to watch the show, it makes the choice, watch another episode or go to bed. That's a more balanced, easy, easy choice. I hope this concept is clear enough. To take it a step further, we can make it easy to choose the harder option by making the easy option hard. I'm going to say that one more time. We can make it easy to choose the harder option by making the easy option hard. For example, using the same choice to make watching another episode hard, we could put a timer on the Wi-Fi so it shuts off at 10:30 or 11 p.m. every night. Then when it shuts off, getting another episode going becomes harder than just going to bed because we'd have to go override the timer, wait for the Wi-Fi to kick in again, and the show to load. So if the choice is to do all that or go to bed, it switches it to a hard, easy choice, Right? If it's eating junk, don't buy it when you're at the store. And then the choice between eating something nourishing and eating the gummy junk can be an easy hard where to eat that thing, you'd have to go out and get it. Prepping the healthy food ahead also makes that an easier choice. So do everything that we can to make that harder choice become the easier choice or at least have a balance. So try to set up your life to make the need-tos the easy choice. Today I was thinking about exercise, and I had the choice to hit the treadmill or to do a workout video. I didn't want to do either. Neither of those sounded good to me. But my choice wasn't treadmill or not exercise, so I was able to think of exercise that sounded more enticing. I found some YouTube line dance videos to dance along to as a change for a lower mood day. To get my morning prayers in, I used to have the choice between stopping everything to get in a prayer, if I remembered, or moving on with my morning. So that would be a hard, easy choice, right? Now I've made the choice stay in bed and say morning prayers or get up and start the day. So now it's an easy, hard. And I really actually enjoy that time kneeling in my bed under my covers, praying before getting up. So find ways to make the choice. Easy. What would happen if we started prioritizing our needs? Brooke Snow from the Brooke Snow podcast said the following: quote, the Lord knows we have needed these things. Your physiology comes before your psychology. Take care of your body and you'll have an easier time taking care of your mind. Do all you can to take care of those basics for you and for your family every day. Is there some area in those basic needs that you can optimize? Can you work on getting more sleep or better sleep? Can you work on getting more real nourishing food into your diet? Can you work on moving your body in a way that connects you to yourself or connects you to heaven and to earth? Watch how it naturally prepares the way for those other needs to come into place. When you've taken care of your body, you create space to receive the other needs in your life. Those needs of love and belonging and optimally being your best self. There's wisdom in order by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. Imagine your life taking care of your body first so you can take better care of your mind. End quote. What if we took responsibility for our own lives and made any changes we feel are needed? What if doing those basic things became the easy choice for us? So my 60 second summary today is this. Some days are harder than others. On those harder days, we've got to shift our priorities and be gentler with ourselves. We need to find space to take care of the basics getting sleep, eating nourishing food, drinking water, praying, reading the scriptures, meaningfully connecting with others, getting out, and perhaps doing something with our time that is meaningful in some way. On those days, we really need to allow ourselves to get rid of the excess those things that drain our time and energy and keep us from choosing the things that are needful. We can prepare ahead of time to make the harder choices easier and the easier choices harder. We can try to bring more balance to our choices. So we're not defaulting to the path of least resistance or the biggest dopamine hit. We want to avoid making those basic needs a hard option that is going to be really, really hard to choose. And instead, Make our fun options with no reward a little harder. Taking care of ourselves is the best investment we can ever make. And it allows us to then make our biggest contribution in every worthy endeavor we pursue, including our family, our community, our work, our church endeavors, and the list goes on. So may even your hard days be filled with good things. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a great week. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. I hope you're finding value in this content. I can't thank you enough for the reviews and shares I've been receiving. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing the podcast. And for those who haven't done that, thank you for listening. I appreciate you all. We can learn the easy tools for being a happier people. And I love any help spreading that message. If you are enjoying this podcast, check out my two new mini courses available at ashleyyaggy.com. That's dot There you will find the Three Keys to Calm Guide and the Psychology of Happiness Guide. I hope you have a blessed and connected day. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. The content shared is for educational and informational purposes only. It should not be used for diagnosing or treating a mental health problem.